You got anything for us on this cold open? Go with it. I'm, I'm debilitated still. You're debilitated still? Yeah, some asshole made me help him move. Well, let's be honest here. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I got a moving company to come help me move to my new house. And I actually, in the middle of this, one of the guys actually put his hoodie on, music in his ears, and went and sat in the truck and basically said, I'm out. Like, he dropped the mic and went to the truck. So when we got to the house, I just told them to go ahead and put the stuff in the garage and take off. And Zeke, I want to publicly say thank you very, very, very much for coming over today in the rain and helping me move that stuff from the garage up to the second floor. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and thank you. I'm just worried about who's going to wipe my butt tomorrow because I ain't going to be able to. <laughs> well, I've been doing this for a week, so it's about time. You get, you know when you get that pain like right in your elbows, but it's not on the outside of your elbow, it's on the inside of your elbow? Like tendonitis? No, it's like it's the tendons. Like it's, well, that's why it's I said right here. tendonitis. Yeah. But it's not tendonitis. It's like right here. It's the muscle. It's not my tendon. Well, a tendon's not a muscle. It's a tendon. And you're still an asshole. <laughs> well, some things never change. Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is our Christmas show. Let's start it. <laughs> Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your Christmas. Say hello to the folks, Zeke Baker. Feliz Navidad. It is the Christmas show of Dad's Drinking Bourbon. If I edit this correctly, if I have time, this will come out on Christmas Day. And what a crazy year it's been, buddy. Well, you should have time now that all your furniture's been moved. Well, I still have stuff in the apartment I have to get out before Thursday. Oh, well, don't call me. I'm not. You're not going to be here. You're going to be in Chicago. It's good you're aware of that. I, <laughs> I wouldn't answer. New number, who dis? <laughs> you were nice enough. Thank you very much for coming over. I really appreciate it. Can't say it again. It makes up for all the other shit you give me. <laughs> you know you owed me, so what? shut up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Zeke is an asshole. That's all I'll say. I love him like a brother, but I hate him like a brother. You're a dick. I mean, if I don't give you a hard time, who's going to? Everybody else in the world. Not in the same way. So 2019, though. It is 2019. It's almost over. To ring it in, we have two very, very, very special guests. We are on location today at the Whiskey House in 12 South in Nashville, Tennessee. Our guests, you know them, you love them. Say hello to everybody. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself because you're going to do a better job than me. Andrew Harris, General Counsel of the Whiskey House. Glad to be here. This is JB. I'm just glad I wasn't moving today. <laughs> wow, you really Ricky Bobbied that up, JB. <laughs> all right, we're at the Whiskey House. God, thank you all for being here. What a year 2019 was. Well, Andrew was all up in your habeas corpus, was about to use his jurisprudence on you, 
And then we whipped out the microphones and we said, let's talk about 2019 with some friends sitting around sharing some pours, having a good time. And let's talk about everything that happened in 2019, what we liked. Let's talk about the year. Well, right? yeah. And I mean, let's be honest. It's after midnight. You've got a group of guys that have been hanging out for a minute. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's having you know, a good time in the fellowship and the friends. And that's where we really wanted to wrap the year up and, and bring it all home with, so to speak, was you know, not necessarily being at our home, but it, being at a home with friends and having a good time and, and just sharing random pours. Because if you're not doing that, then you're not doing it right. Well, that makes me really happy because that sums up the whiskey house. And I got to tell you, in 2019, if it came in a bottle, it was good. If it came on the news, it was not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after midnight, we're going to let it all hang down. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. 2019 at the whiskey house, the whiskey house had an amazing year, JB, right? I mean, between the barbecues all the guests of people that are coming here, the Whiskey House membership probably grew three times in, in 2019. We, we doubled. Yeah, Good job. We're, we're, thank you. We're very excited to just have a bunch of people who want to hang out together and taste and learn about different whiskeys, not just the ones we all love. You guys do it really well. And here's to Dad's Drinking Bourbon and... If dads aren't under your Christmas tree, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, it's fun, too. I mean, simply, we, we've we all seen Nashville grow and in, in what it's become and the, the people that travel and are here more often than they used to be. And at the same time, you know, we all get the, hey, I've heard about this place. You think you're free one day? Uh, I got a little bit of time. Can you get me in over there? You know anybody? Like, so-and-so said it was a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys show a good time online. We we're really just here so that people can get together. That's what we're about. I, I can't say it any other way other than I'm sitting here at a in a house with two thousand plus bottles of open whiskey and a coffee table in front of us with twenty five different bottles that people brought here tonight. And they called and say, well, what can we bring? And I'm like, you can't bring anything. And they do. And it's all different and new. Some of it's rum. Some of it's whiskey. Oh, yeah. I, it's it's the thing. JP's using his radio voice tonight, though. Have you noticed that, Zeke? It's like, once you get talking to him, he's like, hi, I'm JB. Welcome <laughs> to the whiskey house. Sorry. You t- they told me to be quiet. No. It's a, it's, I want you to be yourself. It, it's a sign. Think about it. Do I speak overly Southern during this, like compared to a phone call? Me and JB are on the same wavelength here. <laughs> He's very deliberate like you. Well, you know, there's, there's shooting the breeze and then, well, if somebody's going to hear this. I can't, you know, sound too country. I don't know. Zeke sounds pretty country <laughs> a lot of times. I only, figure there may be some ladies listening, so I'm just trying to give them that radio talk. Yeah, the, uh. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning. Okay, <laughs> you know, but I think the whiskey house is much more um, than than about our collection of bourbon, which is substantial. It's about kind of the friendships and and the fellowship and just spending time 
with people you like. That's what I love most about being affiliated with the house. Well, when Zeke's here, I try to normally stay about three miles away from the house, but when he's not here, I come by. Well, no, I think everybody gives you the same answer, essentially, of, yeah, there's a lot of bottles here and great booze, and you could literally try almost anything you think you may or may have not ever wanted to. But at the end of the day, when people leave, for the most part, it's not, oh, I tried this, this, and this. It's, oh, I met this person. I hung out with that person. We shot the shit. We did yada, yada. And, you know, you just build more relationships. So having the opportunity to foster that is what I've always seen the greatest benefit from is being a, you know, a medium or a place to where everyone can get together. That's, I'm so glad you said that because tonight there were probably 15 or 18 people here tonight and nobody left here talking about the three or four things that they tried that they had never tried before. Patrick, Stevie brought stuff here tonight. Nobody had ever tried, but everybody will talk about that night and the people. They won't talk about the whiskey. No, yeah. the only thing people were talking about that Patrick brought was the weight of the topper because Zeke was threatening to throw one of them at me. Oh, no, he was going to. I, I know. For You're lucky I can't move both arms. Well, you can't throw very well anyway. You got a big head. No, not as big as yours, Mr. Touche. Damn. How many, how many uh, rungs do you have left on that hat? Three. <laughs> That's pretty far out. Yeah, there's three. Po- point Edwards for the show. Now, <laughs> let's talk about 2019. There was a lot of good stuff that came out. I mean, if you Whoa. think about the stuff that happened this year, a lot of it was at Buffalo Trace with new stuff. We had Amaranth of the Gods. We had the Weller Foolproof. Um you know, Fourgate had some things that came out this year. What else was brand new? There was another King of Kentucky, but I mean, Saffle. Saffle was new this year. What brand new SKUs came out this year? We had the Pinhook Bourbon War. Well, I think some of it was time. things changing too. Uh, like you mentioned, King of Kentucky, and we haven't had a chance to to get to any of the 2019. From all things I've heard, 2019 is much different and much better than 2018. Cream of Ken- Cream of Kentucky, not King. You know the Rutledge Project. Yeah, I mean Batch Two is good. Um, and then you had people look look at what all Beam did. I um, mean Legion. They well, I mean not necessarily under the Knob Creek label, but. Beam created a whole bunch of new SKUs this year. And I think, granted, all of us really looked at it initially as they're just trying to make more money. But if you get into it, which we try to around here, there's good juice. I mean, little book three. Absolutely. Even at 120, nobody's talking about it. There's no secondary buzz. It's easily one of the best pours I've had this year. 
Little Book Three was great. I mean, and and again, like no one talks about it. JB was gonna jump in with something. I was gonna say, and maybe it was just because I was behind, but 2019 for me was the MGP year. You think it, finally? You don't think I, it was I, 2018? Uh, it, may have, it may have been 2018, but it seemed that 2019 was the year where everybody started losing their minds about the value of an MGP. Yeah. Because I've had, I've been drinking these Bellmeads and buying these Bellmeads here in Nashville because I could go over to the gift shop, right, and buy them. Nobody was offering. 250 500 750 nobody was going nuts about these bottles and then all of a sudden there were all these things coming out and people were claiming oh it's an mgp it's an mgp in the past in 18 we were tasting these whiskeys from these distilleries and then we were saying oh it's an mgp but now we're talking about oh it's an mgp you should buy this it just seemed like it felt different to me. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm with that. And I think it's not necessarily the fact of releases, but the fact of the secondary markets, they haven't stopped or peaked or plateaued or whatever you want to call it. They just keep growing. I think that's probably the most unique part about that is simply, and I guess the fact that nothing new is coming out either doesn't help the fact, but I mean, the, the evaluations, they're not slowing down. Well, the other thing too, JB, is I would say you got to go back and listen to a show that we did last year on whether or not MGP jumped the shark. And I don't know if you're very familiar with the term jump the shark, but it is the, the term. Fonzie. Yeah. It's when Fonzie <laughs> tried to jump the shark in happy days. And there was a guy, John Hine, who now works for the Howard Stern Show, but he had a blog called Jump the Shark, and he would name the point in time when all these TV shows basically jumped the shark and started to not be as good as they were before. They bring like the the new little kid in. That's always like a classic Jump the Shark. Or you change like somebody's married, gets married, or gets divorced, or something, you know, like in Bewitched, it was when the next Darren came in. Yeah. Uh, in Friends, I think it was when Ross and Rachel broke up and got back together for the fifth time. Well, it's always you have this, the tension, like Moonlight, where you have the tension, then they get together, and you want them to get together, but then it ruins kind of the tension. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Zeke and I had a show last year, Did MGP Jump the Shark? The thing was, was that the stuff everybody loved, I still think the best Bell Meads Still don't have any love, and that's the Barrels and Brews pick, the Craft Brewed pick, the Radner pick, back when we could get them in town for 50 to $60 a pick. That time from September of 2006 to November of 2006, that's when all those things were distilled. The Smooth Ambler, the Blom, the Bellmead, the, you know, the really, really good MGP was distilled in that three-month time period, and it wasn't even MGP, it was LDI at the time. So Zeke and I kind of talked about that. It's like this other stuff that's coming out, I almost think it's riding the wave. Smooth Ambler set it off, 
and things have been riding the wave, for some reason, Bellmead does not get the same secondary love unless it's a honey pick. I'm, I'm, thank you for that segue because I'm looking between y'all. I'm looking across the room between the two of you and I see the black bells back there and the honeys above all those other bell meads that I collect. And it blows my mind that they have to finish them to get the love. But those finishes now are way more expensive than any other MGP that I know about. And so to me, 2019 was the finish year. And maybe the honeys came out before that in 18 and the black bells in 18. But golly, there's, there are people out there taking some great whiskey and doing something else to it. I like the honey. Zeke's not a big honey guy. I like the honey and I like the black bell, uh, but I'm, I'm just not a fan of uh, them to the level that they sell for. I've had, the I've had point. countless single barrels. We can see plenty of them right here that if I gave to any whiskey enthusiast or shit, maybe even a novice and said, try this and try this, which one you think's better? I, I, I wouldn't bet the farm, but I'd bet a fair amount of it that, you know, they're going to go with just the regular single barrel. Um, and, and that's to me, what's always just seemed so, so quirky and, I think we've always seen it, but especially looking at a couple of, uh, you know, we've got a Weller foolproof sitting here on the table and we all know what those started going for. And I think they're still at, you know, three fifty or more easily. And we've cracked more than a few of them. I, I don't think anyone that's tasted the majority of them would spend that amount of money on damn near any of them. I agree completely. And it just, it just almost seems that even more so now, more people are spending more money on whiskey they haven't tasted and may not live up to the, the cost. I'm glad you said that, Zeke, because I'm a lay person, whiskey-wise, and I appreciate being here. I I did this because... Come on, you are far from a lay person at this point. I, well, I'm a lay person <laughs> who brings whiskey people together, and so... I did that for my own, I I did that selfishly to be able to bring whiskey geeks like these two guys to, to my place. And honestly, if you want my input on that, you can call me and I'll sell it to you. But (laughs) these guys, what concerns me about 2019 in looking at this table and looking around this room is that there aren't that many new things here. When somebody said to me an hour or two hours ago, well, how about 2019? What was the greatest stuff of 2019? And I thought, well, it was this Eagle Rare 2019, or it was this Four Roses Small Batch Limited Edition 2019, or it was this Birthday Bourbon 2019. And it was all these great whiskeys. But where's the new whiskey? And I'll tell you right here, this still, so I've been sitting here tonight. I just had the William LaRue Weller and I had the Eagle Rare. Both are phenomenal pours. I think I like the Eagle Rare a little bit more than the William LaRue this year. And I like that the, the proof has gone up a little bit higher. 
I I love the handy from this year. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. It's the the stag. Here's the thing. I'll tell you. Everybody was complaining about the stag going down to 116 proof. Great pour. Though. It's still. I'm never disappointed with the stag. If anybody wants to sell me a case of stag at retail, I will buy 12 of them. I will take it. It's still a great pour. And. But here's the thing. Here's the new thing that I think is getting overlooked. I'm going to get on a soapbox here for a second. Go. WB Saffle, I think, is one of the best things to come out this year. I will tell you how much I loved the Four Roses Small Batch Limited Edition this year. I was a huge fan of that. But this Saffle at 107 proof... Bringing back the Whiskey Baron's, you know, brand out of extinction. I told Wild Turkey, I told the Campari rep, I told, you know, the Russells when I was up there on picks. I said, if you took the Saffle and made it a 750, it could easily be a master's keep. Take a sip of it. I think people would kill to have this. So if you think about it, it's a $50 bottle. If you put this at a 750, you could charge 130 bucks for this. I, mean, I don't want to tell anybody I'm advocating for the price going up, but you could take this $50 375, put it in a 750, call it a master's keep, and everybody would be very, very happy. No, I mean, the only reason I don't talk about it too much outside of, you know, group chats and private messages is simply and selfishly it's a limited edition well simply and selfishly i wouldn't mind seeing some stores that have a few of them you know if they marked them down a little bit because nobody was talking about it and they weren't selling then no ziki might get a deal say if it goes down to 40 or 35 yeah i mean you got to close out stuff at yeah some point you never know have you had the saffle yet i i have not actually all right well jesus son. here what are you waiting for I will say though too, you know, kind of back to let's, let's get you um, another. Just take a sip out of it. Don't don't worry. We're all friends. You know, one hundred and seven lo- proof. Looking back to, uh, you know, stag this year though, it is a great pour. Where I really equated it to was simply. All right, remember when we had Booker's thirtieth? Yep, Booker's thirtieth was a good pour on its own. Mm-hmm. But did it punch you in the face? Like Booker's, any other blend or batch does, and what you expect the Booker's to do. But that was one of those things where we said, if you got a regular Booker's and put it side by side with the Booker's 30th, you might be a little disappointed. Well, the Booker's that, 30th. That, that's where I, I think, you know, GTS went this year was it's still a, a great pour. It just doesn't quite have that pop. That every other year. So has. what you're saying is, if you pay 160 bucks for it, and then you see a Stag Junior on the shelf at 60, you might be a little disappointed getting the 160 dollars stack. Depending on the batch. True. One, I still love a stack. I still one, love one, getting one thirty-two two is really good. But Zeke, you and I—that's my—that's my—that's my, that's my, that's my subtle hint for people. You and I and a bunch of people here. We did a blind tasting of oh, the God. last seven or so years of Stag. And the 19 held its own. I don't think anyone thought the 19 was bad. Here, no, that nobody thought it was bad. <laughs> JP, just take it, a sip of this. It just, Nobody'll... if you've had stag from previous years, which 
it just has more of that pop, that punch, that bam, I'm big, bold. I'm usually 130 plus proof. And then when you go below 120, you're, you're just not going to have that. And it's, it's not like you're blaming the whiskey. It's just, hey, if it's at this level, odds are it's not going to have this component. In the blind tasting, I do. I preferred the hazmat one and and the ones that were above one thirty. But 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 the the recent stag, I think, is still very very good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not saying it's bad. It, it's just when you put it up against all its you know siblings, so to speak, it just doesn't we, quite. We we murdered it that <laughs> night. That, that that's not fair. I left the room and I just came back. Sorry, but Atari, <laughs> you were you were off grabbing I was, something I was, crazy. I was on a mission, and we'll talk about it in a second. But when we tasted the 2019 George T. Sag, with there were ten or twelve of us that night, right, Zeke? You were here more than twelve, and roomful, and we tasted that 2019 George T. Sag, and then we tasted the one of the recent stag juniors and then i got carried away and i went back and got a george t stag and brought it out and tasted it you never got carried away jb i think it was jb has never got i think it was i think it was the 2000 i think it was the 2010 jb has never i've never seen jb like take darkness and make everybody sign their name on it when they walked in the door and then the, maybe the next one we tasted was the 2005 yeah i mean <laughs> if, if you have a known alias it, if you have a known alias is wax cracker you don't get carried away well no one no one has ever accused jb of never opening a bottle so maybe that was the very best night of george t stag i ever had and that makes me feel really bad about how I treated the 2019 George T. Stag because it's a freaking great bottle of whiskey. It just doesn't stand up to the greatest three or four bottles of whiskey of all time. But that's, it's not supposed to. No, and it's not. You're exactly right. People need to look at it as, are you going to get, it's like, it's old faithful. I always tell people, just give me one George T. Stag a year. Because I know it's going to be good. I know I'm going to be happy with it. But more importantly, JB, have you poured that saffle? I absolutely have. Is this forty-five or fifty dollars a bottle? It's fifty dollars for a for this little bitty bottle that barely fits my big old man hand. <laughs> but I, I've argued. I think the wild turkey absolutely needs to make that a seven fifty. This is a great pour. It is one of my. Favorite pours, if not my favorite pour of 2019, because it was just so unexpected. Don't disagree. Not at all. People call me and say, what about this Saffle? I'm in this liquor store. And people text me and say, do I buy this? And I'm like, well, scroll down and show me the price. If it's $49.99 or $54.99, absolutely buy that. Buy three. If it's sixty or seventy or eighty dollars, somebody's scamming you. But this is a great bottle of whiskey. And and I think the craziest thing about it is it's not like the typical turkey. You know, the Bond and Lillard and and the the Rippy. No more Lillard. Yeah, Bond and Lillard. Lillard. Uh, hey. The the Bond and Lillard and the the Rippy. They weren't as good. The second version of the Bond and Lillard was better than the first. 
that rippy kind of missed the mark for me, but the saffle, the saffle is just a special pour. Now, Andrew, you had the saffle. I thought it was delicious. Thank you for sharing that with me. Really well, it's delicious. not my whiskey. It's JB's, so thank <laughs> you. <laughs> You're welcome. Really tasty. If not my whiskey of the year, it's the most unsung hero of the year because everybody's talking about king of kentucky like here's the thing that that gets me like fred minnick does his blinds where did saffle end up because i think that should be hot there's something about a 107 proof turkey it just sets it you mean where did it end up with an, against an old Forster 1910 or 20 it was 1920s a good pour it is a great pour is it top five whiskeys in america for you in the world, sorry. Is Dickel bottled in bond? <laughs> if you like Flintstone vitamin. <laughs> we just tasted one of the best whiskeys of the year. Thank you. We just tasted one of the best whiskeys of the year. This saffle is unbelievable. Well, at the same time, you know, there's there's people, and especially some of us that grew up in the South and probably had turkey products at too young of an age and also had entirely too much of it at one time probably <laughs> you know it just take, it, it takes a while to come back around to turkey and I, I think that's something that you know all of our friends you know the more we shoot the shit and you know converse with they'll all tell you like yeah I, I, I had a little bit of a time coming back to turkey i had a few bad memories or this and that went on but once you get past it you really appreciate it for how good of a whiskey it is i'd agree and some people are 10 million strong and growing there's a lot going on this year i mean i do have to say though that dickel bottled and bond which i'm staring at right behind me though and that was something new it was a new offering from dickel i didn't hate it Oh, no. I don't think it was the whiskey of the year for me. No, absolutely mm. not. But I didn't hate it. It's a good whiskey. It's a good whiskey at a good price. I, I kind of always... I chalk that winning whiskey of the year up to being like... Say you're in a, a big blind and you're tasting all kinds of stuff over and over and over. Well, if somebody pours you that toward the end of the night... It's probably li- you know are enough different enough sweet to kind of like catch you off guard. But if you had it in the first five pours, I don't think you're going to rank it that, that high. That, that's why. Sorry, John. No, no. We we try to give everybody an even kind of a shake here at the whiskey house, and that Dickel bottle and bond for. Twenty nine ninety nine or thirty it's a hell of a pour for thirty bucks is a hell of a pour. It is a hell of a pour. Congrats to Nicole, but it is not. It does not stand up to the super great whiskeys up with a bunch it, of age. It's a hundred percent a buy for me at thirty bucks for sure. It's a hundred percent a buy for me at thirty bucks. I just don't think it's the whiskey of the year. Absolutely not, Andrew. I just poured these guys one of my favorite pours of the year, a Mictors. This was also in Minnick's top five. 
this is one of my favorite pours of the year. And I had really hard time finding it. And you went in the back for a while. Uh, I, I brought it out because, well, just because I wanted to pour it for you guys. Yeah, that's I'm why sure it took I, you so long. I'm sure I was. Do you want to tell everybody what you brought out for us? Well, you said it was Mictors. I said it was Mictors. <laughs> you said it was Mictors. You didn't say what it was. Batch number 19H1442. Bottle 182 of 634. I want to let you know that like Zeke spent like 75 bucks because we were going to do a show on this one. We still might. <laughs> we still might, but we We can't do it out of this bottle. <laughs> Sorry. No, Zeke bought an ounce and we were going to split it and do a show. It's okay. We have a bunch of stuff. That... No, his ounce came out of this bottle. I know it did. This, this is... is a phenomenal pour. This is a Michter's 20-year-old. I love the finish on it is great. It's got a nice lingering finish, but nothing is overwhelming. What's the proof on this one, JB? 114.2. That does not taste 114. This almost feels like it clocks in at like a 99, 98. The biggest thing I noticed is how soft it is for a 20 year plus bourbon in the wood. Like it's soft. It, and granted, you know, when we had last year's, we don't know the source, but damn, if it doesn't really remind me of just pre-fire and the the term I was, you know, told was simply sweet oak. And you don't get it anymore. Did the, did the juice change for people? Did the wood change? Is it less aged? Who knows? But you you can't find bourbons that sit in a barrel that long that are still that sweet rich of a profile it it just doesn't happen it's so good it does have a great great finish and by no means are you know obviously like anything else are we trying to uh play or hype up a secondary market we're we're literally just clamoring on being lucky enough to hype up the secondary oh no you know but you know I don't think Mictor's 20 needs us to hype it up at but, all. <laughs> but it's, the it's, MSRP is like, what, 900 Hang on. I'm going to get a Miller Lite. I'll be right back. Yeah, it, it's literally just, you know, saying, hey, we got to taste this. We appreciate how fortunate we are in that to begin with. But damn, like, it is a good pour. And there are other things out there that sell for similar amounts that if you ever taste it, it's ah, Zeke, shit wouldn't buy one of those. Zeke, that's a great point. And that, honestly, there are dozens of whiskeys each year where somebody says, oh, you got to have this. Oh, you got to buy this. Oh, you got to get this. And I taste them and I think, eh, okay. But this bottle... And I won't be buying another one. I bought this one only because my friends agreed to bottle share it with me, including you guys. Thank you for what it's worth. Now, while I've got <laughs> while I've got your attention, get your friends to bottle share these bottles with you. Then it doesn't matter what you pay for it. Buy the daggum ounce of this and taste it. Trust and it's me. It's still cheaper than a bar. It is still cheaper than a bar, but JB, I want to piggyback on something you said. You can't talk about 2019 without talking about Weller Foolproof. I, I mean, let's get the elephant out of the room. It's a good pour. I still like OWA more. 
I don't get the frenzy over the the full burp. I don't understand why this was going for six, seven, eight, nine hundred bucks on secondary. You ask you ask me this you ask me this question, John. I would love to ask you this question because I know you're going to give me the truth. That's why I love you. Okay, well, thank you. I've been buying whiskey for five years so that I could buy more whiskey, and I'm not ashamed to say I buy whiskey and open one of every single bottle that I buy. As you should. And thank you, because. They make it for us to drink it right, and you guys do a really great job of telling people what they taste like. My goal was getting my friends together locally so we could taste them and then decide if we should buy them. I found that things like this Weller Foolproof, they're not all the same. We're trying to buy them and get one of them here so that everybody can taste it and decide do they want to go buy it or chase it and trade it. I got to tell you, I'm an OWA fan. I really am. I'm a huge Weller fan. And this Weller Foolproof is a fabulous product. A third of them are above average, way above average. A third are average and a third are just me, you know. And I I think my problem is, is I have too much OWA from a few years ago. that I kind of look at this and go, I don't know if I want to go out and wait in a line, right? Because a lot of people that were selling the Weller Foolproof, you had to wait in line. You had to sit there for a long time. And, you know, the stuff that I really liked, Barrels and Brews have a great pick. Radner has a great pick. There's been some other ones in town that have been good. I think Elixir is going to have one soon. Say right now, half the market's got them in, half hasn't. We're spoiled here in Nashville, right? Because it's pretty easy, right? If you're in the know, to, to, to get, get a the good full pick. But, no, yeah. I mean, but if I'm out of the market, I don't know. I wouldn't say spend three and a quarter for a bottle. No, no. no. And honestly, I'm personally at least, I, I'm to the point with even the Weller line to where I really think they should get to the point of what they did with Eagle Rare last year hold off for a year suspend all the picks just say f it we're not there yet we need to pump the brakes give all this an extra year of time we understand consumers are going to be pissed and you know it's fine but we're trying to give you a better product but if they let all these sit for an extra year because i mean if you look going back to last year even majority of owa picks all got bottled the week they turned seven That's not coincidence when it happens over and over and over. So if they pump the brakes a little bit here, let this get another year of age in it, then it would actually be, you know, the product that I think we're all expecting and and wanting. Still won't be worth the secondary coin, but. (laughs) Hold on, I have to put a logistic thing in here for a second. I'm going to keep this in the show. JB, that Weller Foolproof is the one I just poured for everyone. No, you poured the Radner. No. I poured the Radner. Oh. You poured the Radner for everyone. Which one do you have there? The sinkers, which one do you think is better? Me, which one do I think is better? Yeah. I, I mean, know which one I think is better. Do you want to taste it, or do you want me to say <laughs> I will, at, at this point, we're okay. 45 minutes in, oh, you just right, give your sorry. opinion. Sorry. This sinkers blows this Radner away. You think? Yeah, and I, Walt is my friend, and I, and I really like guy. that Radner. Oh, it's one it, of the better ones. Oh, it is absolutely one of the better ones, and I've had... I think 12 different ones now. I said blows it away. That was not fair. Out of 12 that I've had, four are really great. 
four above average, four average, and four below. So our friend Dean is going to be really sad to hear that the Sinkers and the Radner are both good. I think he missed out on both of them. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> Enough about laugh in the background. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So I, I think we're all in this, the same sentiment for Weller Foolproof of, yeah, Buffalo Trace came out with a, a new branch in the line. It's what everybody's already been a fan of and clamors over, and now it's even harder to get. And most of us probably flip a bird finger to them for simply making good juice harder to get and or making less good juice well that pumpkin spice is coming out in 2020 i know you'll be all over that being the the starbucks uh you know i go to starbucks and just get a pike right like i i don't get i i know i don't go to starbucks john and that's all i go to starbucks <laughs> I you do i go to starbucks to get drip coffee <laughs> get what we said drip now that they've started this <laughs> I have tasted several times the Weller Foolproof that is not a store pick. And it's great. Let me tell you, it is in the top two or three of 12 that I've had. If <laughs> and you get sales the, for less. If you get, if, <laughs> I'm t- this is your bonus for listening. If you get an opportunity to buy Weller Foolproof with no gold sticker on the side, you buy that freaking bottle and drink it and enjoy it. No, I was at a elixir earlier, and I told the guy, I said, he's like, what do you think I should get, this or this? And I said, if it's not the pick, I said, and I'm not digging on a pick, but I'm just saying more people that I trust with pallets have all consensusly said, the non-pick foolproof blows most of them out of the water. That's because those guys... And Buffalo Trace are the best blenders <laughs> in the world. Oh, I they're, mean, if you think about the stuff that they have and the stuff that gets blended. Yeah, but I mean, what, the old Rip 10 and the Lot B and the 15, all those are blends, right? I right? don't care about the these Lot guys, B. I only, these guys are the best blenders in the business. The only at Pappy times, I give a shit about. At times. <laughs> but JB, the only Pappy I give a shit about, I mean, one's not a Pappy. I like the old Rip 10. And I like the Pappy 15. I don't like the stuff that is under the 90 proof Pappy. I feel like. But uh, now I'm sorry to be ignorant or a novice, but isn't a Pappy 15 107 proof? Pappy 15 is the only one I love. And a blend. Yeah, it's my favorite. I'm, I'm sorry, a batch. No, I mean right. you're 100 percent right. right. Yeah, aren't aren't they? You're 100 well, percent right. Let me tell you something. And, unless you're this in Julian, well, and, then, and then you get you to, uh, you, know, then you get the special shit. <laughs> sorry, it was on us. No, so you're right. tasted at least ten Weller foolproofs now, including one that's not a single barrel, small batch, the small batch, the just storefront one. It came in top three out of 12. It came in that because these guys are the best blending distillery in America. They put their stuff together and everybody loses their minds over CYPB and Old Rip and Lot B and Peppy 15. And none of that is single barrel. And I'll say too, and steering the ship a little bit of a different way. Um, you know, especially for 2019, something that my eyes became much more open to, and, and literally, it's, it's thanks to thanks to you and the folks here. 
JD Barrel Proof. I was gonna get to that Zeke, and I mean, and I want to get to that before yeah, we did two, ba- two barrels. They were fantastic. I think in Zeke Baker's eyes, 2019 was the year of the JD Barrel pick. Oh, completely. But uh, I think literally every single person that that asked me why I was so high on, I was like, I don't own stock in this. I'm I'm not selling or flipping them. Tell you go and drink good booze. Here's something that everybody is overlooking, and I was equally as guilty of it. But damn, nine folks out of ten that taste one say, "Well, <laughs> you assholes weren't lying." We have blind tasted yeah. two hundred people on this bottle of Jack Daniels, and we have had one person out of 150 to 200 say hmm that smells a little like some brown foreman yeast and that was somebody some super taster freak who is here but nobody knows what this is and everybody loves it because and well uh, and i don't i don't pitch it because it was picked on my birthday so you know. i should just mention that the dad's drinking bourbon pick will be it's it's here <laughs> zeke and i have not been able to get it muled down to us because it was sent to chicago but we do have a pick that we split with flight club and huge fans of the jack daniels barrel proof zeke was a part of a few picks of this there's another pick that we are a part of, you know, this one and one that we should have coming up here soon that we're psyched for. But oh, I mean, sitting the, there and doing a, a pick with Jeff Arnett was the best damn experience the, I've had. For the those of, you know, us, quote unquote, that, that get balls deep into whiskey and, and truly appreciate, you know, like an experience. Because at the end of the day, like, that's really what it's all about. Jeff was the best. Like, I mean, like, what was your experience? experience with this or that or or how much did it really weigh or or mean to you here's the thing i'll say about jeff arnett right this is the guy who is the master distiller for the biggest whiskey company in the whole entire world puts his phone in his pocket sits there and talks to you about his life where he was how he got to jack daniels and gave you as much time as you wanted you know, if we we <laughs> it, sat there and we... It, it's your pick. It. I want you to leave happy. Go yeah. go thieve as much as you need to. We thieved as much <laughs> as we needed to, and we blinded it. The funny thing is, is, you know, we got down to three. There was one that we liked a little bit more. One of the guys that was in our group actually tried to pull a fast one, and he blinded the one we liked the least. Was Twice. The, that was the one that he liked the most. Jeff just sat there and said... You guys do what you need to. I want you to be happy. I always ambiguous answers. Like, I'm not going to tell you which one's my favorite. I'll tell I'll, you at I'll, the end. I'll give you a play-by-play of how I would describe each of them. But literally, well, any, any, anybody that does picks or has the opportunity to, look at JDBP. Because it's good and it's an experience that you won't forget. Well, I'll ramble for a second <laughs> if Zeke won't because... I was born and raised, live here in Tennessee, and the Whiskey House has a Tennessee room. We don't drink that much Jack Daniels. And I'll tell you right here on Dad's Drinking Bourbon, we don't drink that much Jack Daniels. Do you know what the funny thing is? I had regular Jack Daniels. I'm so used to having it with Coke. Everybody talks about Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke. I had a Jack this year that was neat. 
And I said, like, is this a finished whiskey? Because it, it was so sweet. It's just crazy. You don't have regular Jack very often ever neat. You know, you're you're never going to have that 80 proof stuff. I got to tell you, my parents went to college at Tennessee Tech with Jimmy Bedford. I'm 56 years old as of last week. 56 years young. Uh, young. I can tell you this Jack Daniels barrel proof single barrel stuff is my is, favorite pick of the year. It's my pick of the year. And I've poured it for a hundred guys from Kentucky and not a single one of those assholes can pick <laughs> this as Tennessee whiskey. No, it's and so I love nutty. Those guys, I called them assholes. I'm sorry. But here's the thing. It's after midnight, every, you know, a lot of stuff flies. Here's the thing about it is it doesn't have the typical brown form and banana. It's more of a nutty, you know, that, that whiskey house pick. I mean, Zeke, it is late. We got to wrap this up at some point. Let's talk about this for a second. JB, go sit back down. I know you're getting excited. <laughs> JB's getting very, very excited. Zeke. Give me your whiskey of the year and your pick of the year. Close your eyes, top of your head, first thing that comes to your mind. This is taking way too long. I thought this was going to be quick. I'll go. You asked me a difficult question. All right, JB, you go first. My whiskey of the year is Bellmead Honey. And what's your pick of the year? Pick of the year? Jack Daniels Barrel Proof Cast Strength. If you see it on the shelves, 128 to 135 by that. Andrew, what about you? The whiskey of the year would be the Stag Junior, the uh, the recent batch, the 132. Is that batch 12 or 13? Oh, you can't count that, huh? The <laughs> recent Stag, Stag Junior, I'm a huge fan of. And if I had to pick my uh, my barrel pick of the year, I know I'm biased. The JD Barrel Proof, the uh, JB's Birthday Bourbon. All right, Zeke, what about you? Eh, still torn. I don't know. Not to be uh, self-promoting, but. I mean, I love the Russells we picked. I love the Jack we picked. I think in general this year, honestly, Jack is where my eyes open the most. So Zeke is saying that Dad's drinking bourbon picks were his picks of the year? I mean, if you don't enjoy them, then why pick them? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I think we we haven't talked about it yet, but Drank More Turkey, the CNF, was a special, special, special pick. That's one of those ones that we will talk about for a very, very long yeah, I mean, time. I mean, say not tooting my own horn, but toot, ag- toot. again, kind of going back to experiences and, you know, why we're all in the hobby at the end of the day, I can't not equate that experience to one of the best things I've done. <laughs> I didn't say that because I was drinking them at home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> JB was like, I already finished both of mine. Zeke, I have to agree with you. You know, drank more turkey, the CNF, our Jack Daniels barrel proof. I think barrel proof from Jack Daniels has surprised me the most this year. I am a tie between Saffle and Four Roses limited edition small batch. Those were my favorite. I really like that limited edition small batch. I mean, the BTAC, I like the handy. I like the the Eagle Rare. Eagle was- Rare's was very happy to have that eagle it stepped its game up all i'm basically saying is shit there's a lot of stuff i like that mictor's 20 <laughs> i really like tonight there's a lot of good stuff going on in whiskey the angels envy cast strength unicorn blend that we had this year was frigging phenomenal you can open it and smell it <laughs> Just, from yeah. feet 
away. I remember when we were at the icon. I don't smell it like John's feet. I mean, like you can be feet away and, and smell just the. We were at an apartment building and we were in the common area and it was a big common area. And you pop that thing open and you could smell it on the other side of the oh, room. I, was, I mean, I was scared to taste it. Not because of the smell, but literally I was like. I, I can tell how strong that is of a profile, and once I taste this, it's all I all will right. taste. If JB's the pouring rest it, of the night. I mean, this is the only thing. It's 2019. Right? This is the this only is thing. Are we 29? Are we finishing? Because yeah, we're finishing. This will freaking close down. This is closing down the night. This is it. This is you are done when you have this. So laughably, where I wanted to go was simply, and I. I did not notice it until we were just sitting here shooting the breeze. But again, going back to experiences. So Nate from 5280 was in town last week. We hung out here, him and some of his boys doing some picks. And sorry, Nate, I missed you. And he dropped off their most recent Russell's pick. Looking at the label, it was distilled 12-23-09. We're well past midnight. It's 12-23, folks. Shit, yeah, it is. I... Are you ending this on Thunder Chicken? I am, and I, I just laugh. To me, it's a, a full circle moment of like, all right, here's friends that I wouldn't have or know if it wasn't for bourbon. Probably wouldn't have hung out with them if it wasn't for the space we have here. And you look at this juice that happened to be distilled the same day 10 years ago. Call it quirky. Call it sentimental. At the end of the day, this shit just seems to happen for a reason. JB... Thank you. Thanks for y'all coming here. Andrew, thank you. Thank you for having me. It has been a blast. Zeke, going through another year with you is always an adventure. I'm not helping you move ever again. <laughs> it's another year, but it's your last move. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not moving for another 15 years. I'm just saying. These arms are only going to get weaker probably. If you leave Nashville, I will gladly help you move. <laughs> <laughs> on that note i want to let you know that this show is sponsored by castcartel.com changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol if you're sitting on the couch and you're lazy like zeke and he doesn't want to lift stuff he doesn't want to help his friends move but you're like helping your friend move and you realize oh shit i'm out of mezcal I'm out of tequila, I'm out of whiskey, I'm out of scotch, I'm out of bourbon. Whatever it is, go to castcartel.com. They will hook you up with a merchant and get it sent right to your door. Also, follow them at Cast Cartel on Instagram. They are always doing awesome giveaways. They just did a huge Pappy giveaway. And as of today, today is Christmas. This is when this is going to come out. We are doing a giveaway for two, two samples of old rip 10 one is going to go away on our facebook group at dad's drinking bourbon on facebook one is going to go on instagram at dad's drinking bourbon jb is also going to give the winners two of them two winners a sample of the cast strength unicorn blend angels envy finished rye go to www.castcartel.com or Cast Cartel on Instagram. Follow them. They are changing the industry standard. 
They are awesome people. Get the world's greatest spirits delivered directly to your door. Also want to let you know that all glassware on this show was provided by distilleryproducts.com. Distilleryproducts.com is the place where all the distilleries go. Every distillery I have been to, I'm like, hey, where do you get your glens from? They go distilleryproducts.com. They not only have glens, they have the wheat glen carrots, they have the tour glass, they have the Dram Glass. They have the Canadian Glencairn. They have this wobbly little Glencairn right now that's awesome that you can kind of spin around on the table and it's not going to fall over. They have flasks. They have decanters, whatever it is. Go to distilleryproducts.com. If you want me to hook you up with them, go ahead and reach out to me. I will be happy to get you in touch with them. Zeke. Happy 2019, and now we are going to go into 2020. Hey, enjoy your friends, enjoy your pours, enjoy your time. At the end of the day, it's all any of us have. JB, what do you have coming out? I got nothing. I I have... That's it? Uh, no. <laughs> That's how you want got, to close got, out 2019? No. Yeah, 2019. I've got a bunch of bottles that came from a bunch of great people, and... Just happy to know you guys. Come have a pour with us. Andrew, what about you? Just looking forward to the next year. A lot of great times at the Whiskey House. More friends. Lots of great pours. going to be a good year. Indeed. And I just want to say, if you haven't sought out the Whiskey House yet, great organization in Nashville and 12 South. You can pretty much get any pour you could ever dream of here but they are also a 501c3 and they are doing good things for people in the community whether or not they're donating bottles or donating tastings or getting people out to help charity go ahead and check out whiskey house nashville zeke people can find us on facebook at dad drinking bourbon instagram at dad drinking bourbon twitter at bourbon dads you can find us wherever you download your podcast. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? In the back room over here, uh, Snorin with Grossman. JB, Andrew, all the folks listening, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. We couldn't do this without all of you. At the end of the year, it's one of those times where we are just grateful to know you. We're grateful you listen, and thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Cheers, ciao, Ciao's aloha. I know. Say aloha. Ciao. <laughs>